Hey everybody, it's Brentley from Dangerous Rhetoric, and today I want to do something a little different. We're going to highlight some speakers, some bold, brave, courageous voices that we found on the internet that are speaking out against the crazy, you know, shining their light into the darkness. And uh, maybe this will be a regular feature that we do along with Cringe of the Week. And we will have regular cringe segments to, to come in, in the near future. So don't you worry, we will provide you with that cringe. So let's just go and I will highlight a few of these for you. Not like me after this, but I don't give a fuck. I'm going to say what the fuck needs to be said and what people don't want are really thinking but don't want to say. Fuck COVID. We're fucking over it. If you're a scary ass bitch and you want to fucking wear your mask, wear your mask, bitch. I have a right to breathe in motherfucking peace. If you're one of those motherfuckers that think you're going to catch it, keep your motherfucking dumb ass in the house, okay? That is on you. If you want to get vaccinated, bitch, get vaccinated. That is not on us to get vaccinated. Leave us the fuck alone. AIDS is real. Diabetes is real. Cancer is real. All these shits is real. Car accidents strokes heart attacks all types of shit accidental death we're gonna die everybody dies our government doesn't get the right to dictate how the fuck we live in a pandemic you don't either bitch because this is motherfucking america i am free i have a right to breathe how the fuck i want to breathe so for those who don't understand fuck you and fuck covid so wasn't that amazing i just i love her fire i love her passion uh, she is on Instagram, saved from myself, XX, Alexia Williams. You should totally go follow her, like her videos. Uh, she's got a lot of different videos uh, up on her Instagram, and she, she speaks about a lot of different issues. She speaks about her interracial, interracial relationship. She speaks about the uh, pressure that she feels from other black people that she's not quote unquote black enough, which is something I never even heard of before. So give her a follow, you know, check her out. Again, it's Save For Myself uh, on Instagram, Alexia Williams. She's great. Now this next woman is a, another lone voice in the darkness speaking out against the madness of keeping children masked while they're in schools. Every month I come here and I hear the same thing, social emotional health. If you truly mean that, you would end the mask requirement tonight. Tonight. This is not March 2020 anymore. We have three vaccines. Every adult in the state of Georgia that wants that vaccine is eligible to get it right now. And every one of us knows that young children are not affected by this virus. They're not. And that's a blessing. But as the adults, what have we done with that blessing? We've shoved it to the side and we've said, we don't care. You're still going to wear a mask on your face every day, five and six-year-olds. You still can't play together on the playground like normal children, seven and eight-year-olds. We don't care. We're still going to force you to carry a burden that was never yours to carry. Shame on us. My six-year-old looks at me every month before I come here. She says, are you going to tell them tonight? Tell them I don't want to wear this anymore. And I say, baby, it's not time to fight that battle yet. I try to explain that there's so many things. But it's April 15th, 2021, and it's time. Take these masks off of my child. And I know what I'm going to be met with. But Ms. Taylor, the CDC, we did not vote for people at the CDC. 
We did elect leaders who do create policy. We elected the five of you. We chose you to make difficult decisions for our children. We chose you to make decisions that would be in our children's best interest and forcing five, six, seven, eight, and nine-year-old little children to cover their noses and their mouths where they breathe for seven hours a day, every day for the last nine months for a virus that you know doesn't affect them. That is not in their best interest. And this has to stop. Defend our children. My six-year-old can't come up here and say this. It has to stop. Take these off of our children. Yes, girl. Sing it. I love it. Now, I'm not sure what her name was. This came through Joe Quinn. He's a writer and editor over at SOT.net. He's on Twitter and Facebook. Um, you can find him uh, just by looking him up, Joe Quinn. He's uh, definitely one of those rare voices out there who's willing to share information that bucks the, the narrative and that challenges the authorities. Courtney Ann Taylor joins me live. Courtney, thanks so much for getting up with us. When did you reach your breaking point? Um, I think month after month, I have been waiting for this mask requirement to end or at the very least ease up. And um, there's just no end in sight. And nobody's even having the discussion about when this is going to stop. Your kids are extremely young. They are in that crucial developmental stage. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, two, four, and six. How much are kids losing developmentally by not being able to see those social cues? And especially for your two-year-old, really not recalling a world where people were not wearing masks. Yeah, um, that's really heartbreaking to me. Um, for her, for my two-year-old, but yes, my oldest is in kindergarten and kindergarten is supposed to be fun and they play together. They learn how to play together. They learn social norms and how to solve conflict among themselves and um, how to read facial expressions from their peers and their teacher. And um, I, I don't see how any of the children can really do that and have a real childhood right now. I think it's very difficult. Courtney, what's been the reaction to your remarks? Um, the reaction, the feedback that I've received over the past 24 hours has been overwhelming. Um, I've had people reach out to me from across the country um, in, in solidarity and in agreement and thanking me for standing up for children. And I'm, it's overwhelming and I'm humbled by it. I'm very grateful for all of the support that I've had. Do you think all this publicity will lead to any changes both in Georgia and nationwide? I don't know, but that is my prayer. I do pray that this brings about change, and at the very least, it brings about a conversation among parents that um, it's it's not okay to put our children through something that we disagree with like this. Um, I think it's imperative that uh, that adults and parents in our nation get involved. That we know who our who our school board members are, what their names are, uh, what their email addresses are, when your monthly board meetings are. And I encourage parents across this country to please get involved and go to these meetings and, and let your voice be heard. Um, we are our children's voice. And I encourage everybody to get involved in your children's education. We should mention that members from the Gwinnett County School Board have not yet returned Fox News's request for comment. Courtney, thanks so much for being here. And please come back and visit us. Let us know any updates. We appreciate your time. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank Jillian. you. So there you have it, folks. That's Courtney Ann Taylor from Georgia letting you have a piece of her mind about these children you know, as young as two, four, and six being required to wear masks in schools. Crazy. All right. Now, last up for this week, um, I want to share a post from Jason Christo. He's on Instagram. 
you can find him there. Um, he's Jason Christo. He's got a little matrix picture. His subheading is your dream body starts here. And he has a nice little rant. I'm not going to share the whole thing, but I just want you to hear his voice and hear him talking about specifically feminism and why the feminists are not standing up and, and why they should be standing up against medical tyranny. When I think about feminists, some of the key qualities that feminists fight for are things like choice, things like freedom, things like sexual autonomy, things like equality, things that go against oppression. And so my question to all these feminists who like to walk around quiet and not want to stand up for what's happening today, how can we say in our society today that we live in a society of equality, of freedom, when somebody comes knocking at your door unwantingly and unwillingly implanting and inseminating that seed of fear in a free and democratic society that is built on freedom, that is built on the qualities that you supposedly stand for, which is autonomy, freedom, equality, and choice. All of a sudden we've got people in our own neighborhood that are part of this corrupt system that are going and knocking on doors and threatening people that if they don't allow them to inseminate them with their poison injections then they will be evicted from their home how is that any different than a woman who is being abused and assaulted and told if you don't do what i tell you to do if you don't take this injection then i'm gonna boot you out of the house and cut off your money if you don't do what i tell you to do then you're fucking out of here how's that any different than suppressing a woman in that nature and how are people then considered equal when somebody knocks on low-income housing doors with a shot threatening you with eviction if you don't succeed and bend over and take their fucking injections? What does that have to do with equality? What does that have to do with freedom? The things that you guys have been fighting for, things like autonomy, it's all part of one. But I guess when it doesn't fall in line with the linear-minded mentality that you have related to women's rights and the feminist movement, all of a sudden it goes right out the fucking window shame on you so jason goes on to make two other really important points one about uh religious people and how religious people were so quick to give up their first amendment rights to their freedom to express themselves in a religious manner how they were shutting down the churches and how very few spoke out against them I've, we've highlighted before the pastor up in calgary who spoke out and calling them nazi gestapo and all that stuff but that should be happening at every church. You know, parishioners should be mad as hell. They should be, you know, standing up against these 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 Nazis, these Gestapo who are shutting down their First Amendment rights and refusing to allow them to practice their their religion as they see fit. And then he also mentions that what we're doing right now is we're sacrificing the young for the benefit of the elderly, which is exactly the opposite of what a society should be doing. You know, the young are our future. They're the future of the society. They're the future, uh, you know, leadership. And what we're doing is harming the young for the benefit of people who have already lived their lives, who are close to death anyway. And there, this doesn't make, it makes no sense. And it's completely backwards. So I encourage you guys to check him out. Follow him on Instagram. Again, he's Jason Christo. Uh, you can see his page here. He's got 10,000 followers. Plant-based king. Big on how to build muscle, burn fat, and get healthy on a plant-based diet, which isn't really my thing, but you know what? I don't care. I love what he had to say there. I love his fire. I love his energy, and I'm a big fan. So definitely check him out, and we'll be back again soon with some more cringe and some more courage. Stay tuned. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this video. Uh, I'm not sure if this will end up on YouTube. I'll probably have to put it on Rumble, but whatever. Anyway, love y'all. Take care. Bye-bye.